Welcome to Swipe Left or Right, a humorous podcast about modern online dating. I'm your host, Tanya. We are going to talk to people from around the country to discuss what it's like dating in various states, in various seasons of life, and on different platforms. We will talk to dating coaches to get some tips on what we are doing wrong and right. We will review dating apps, which are better and which are not so great. We will review articles and data on the latest online dating trends and buzzwords and all the things related to online dating, but mostly we'll laugh and be entertained at the world we may find ourselves in. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome to Swipe Left or Right, an entertaining podcast about online dating. So if you are listening, then you are interested in online dating. You have been online dating. You dated somebody from online and now you are offline. You are in a committed relationship. You are single. All the variety of humans or If you're like most of my friends, you're just here to be entertained, then welcome to Swipe Left or Right. This is a show all about the slangs, lingo, definitions, meanings of the buzzwords you will hear surrounding online dating. What is dating? Dating is a no-strings-attached process of getting to know somebody who you might be romantically interested in. You might just be looking for a hookup. You might just friends with benefits, which we'll explain In a minute, you might be looking for a committed monogamous relationship. You might just be bored and wanting some entertainment. All the things. So let's dive into it. There's no pressure to commit to anything when you are online dating. It is the initial phase of getting to know somebody. There's no expectation of a relationship. You're just two strangers spending time together either in person or if you've not met them in person, then you are getting to know them via text through the app. Online dating apps are Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Match, eHarmony, Bumble, Hinge, There are plenty of apps, so if you want to be overwhelmed, feel free to Google dating apps and see how many are available to choose from, or choose all of them, if that is what rocks your boat. But I'm a one-app girl, so when I online date, I focus on one app and one app only until I'm bored, and then I close that app and or delete it and move on to the next one. And then I see all the same humans on that one. Okay, so everybody's favorites is ghosting. What is ghosting? Ghosting is the act of suddenly disappearing without a trace after several dates or not even dates. Ghosting could be after first contact and you think things are going well and there's good banter and you feel a connection over communication and then the person disappears. No explanation, no clarity, no no final contact. So you know, was it you? Was it not you? I, at this point in ghosting relationships, feel it's not me. Even if it is me, because they don't have the balls to say it's me, I'm going to put it on them. 
They're 100% responsible for ghosting. And if I run into you at a restaurant, you can be sure that I'm going to call you out if you're on a date and tell the person that you ghosted me. But I've been out on lots of dates and very rarely do I run into them out in public unless I stay friends with them. Stashing. Stashing is a good one. I've been accused of stashing and I've been stashed. So I feel this one. Stashing in a relationship is the act where a person keeps you away from others in his or her life. Friends, family, colleagues, social media, when dating. So if you haven't met their family, haven't met their friends, and you're in a relationship, and to me, a relationship is when you have a discussion that you are in a relationship, whatever that relationship may look like. When you have a discussion that says, we're casual, we're not casual, we're committed, whatever that looks like for you, then if the person hides you away or nobody knows about you or they don't introduce you or invite you out to gatherings, you might be a stashed relationship. That might be something worth looking at. Situationship. Now, this is a fun word because it combines a whole lot of nothing. Situationship is an ambiguous relationship with no label. Could be friends with benefits, could be an open relationship, could be a commitment. If you haven't had the discussion about defining your relationship, you're in a situationship. I'm really good at situationships. I wish I wasn't, but I'm one of those people that I'm pretty comfortable. But I also believe in having discussions early, early on to clarify what that looks like. Gaslighting is a huge term these days, not just in online dating, but in general in relationships. Gaslighting is the psychological tactic of sowing doubt in the mind of an individual by denying facts and avoiding reality. It's a form of manipulation whereby one part denies all sense of facts and reality to a point where the other person begins to accept this as truth. Gaslight meaning with respect to dating occurs when one person manipulates the other person to the point that the other person accepts all the blame in the relationship. Now, gaslighting is subtle. If you have any doubt at all, you were probably being gaslit. Men do it, women do it, old do it, young do it. There's no restriction on gaslighting other than don't do it. It's not healthy. And if you are being gaslit by somebody, please recognize that and leave because it is a form of manipulation and it is dangerous. And if you are doing the gaslighting, please stop. It's not fair. That is my very short lecture about gaslighting. As a recipient of gaslighting and of other forms of manipulation, gaslighting is wrong. And we need to be aware of when we are in a new relationship and gaslighting is happening because that could lead to other more serious, dangerous red flags that I talked about last week. Okay, let's lighten this talk up a little bit. What about sexting? Have you sexted? Do you get sexting texts? Sexting is defined as the sending, receiving, or forwarding sexually explicit messages, photographs, or images, videos, memes, jokes, emojis, primarily between people. It is typically frowned upon if you are overly aggressive and start sending them too soon. 
guys, I don't want a dick pic if we haven't met and I, if I haven't asked for one. There's a time and a place. But if you think sending a dick pic to some stranger on the internet who you've never met and that person is not going to turn around and show every single person in her friend circle or the office if you happen to be at the office when received, you're kidding yourself. Sending dick pics unsolicited, no bueno. And just know you will be famous for sending that dick pic. And if your face is attached to it, just know that the other single girls in the office will also be on the lookout for your dating profile. So just a heads up. Women, same disclosure, but I just happen to be the recipient of dick pics. So uh, there's a time and a place for sexting. I'm a big fan of sexting. I've been in many relationships where sexting brings the excitement back, where you're talking about dinner that night or the date you have planned, or it's been a long day at work and you just want a massage and it leads to other things. Great. Time and a place. Initial dick pic before being asked for one. Don't do it. And if you're under the age of 18, sexting, there's all kinds of other issues that might be involved with sexting. So make sure that you are being a responsible adult when you are sexting. Now, here's a new one for me, boys and girls. Bread crumbing. Bread crumbing is an act of sending limited sporadic messages to keep people in mind, but resulting in the relationship being stuck in neutral. If a person messages you infrequently or on their terms when they want to meet up but then cancels, you are being breadcrumbed. Hmm, this sounds very familiar. Stringing them along, just just enough interest in communication to make you feel like there might be something there so you keep the door open but not really consistent so you're still on a dating app looking for somebody that matches and aligns with what you are interested in. Oh, this is a good one. Catfishing? How many of y'all have been catfished? Catfishing is the act whereby a user creates a fake profile to stalk or target a victim for abuse, deception, or fraud. Catfishing is, can also be used with old pictures. They don't look like that person. They're 10 years old, 20 years old. So, you want to make sure that when you are creating your profile, you are using, like I said last week, current, full body shot, actual photos of you that represent how you look today or yesterday, maybe, if you're using a yesterday picture. Make sure it's current. So I look fantastic when I'm 18 years old. I look nothing like that today. And I'm pretty positive None of us look like our 18-year-old selves unless you happen to be 18. Okay, now this is pretty basic, but I have some newbies who haven't started online dating yet. So the name of the show is Swipe Left or Right. Swipe Left means you don't like somebody. You don't want to match with them. You're not interested for whatever reason is a Swipe Left. Swipe right means you like somebody. You're interested in their profile. You think they're cute. You want to connect on some level, whatever level that may be. So hence the swipe left or right. Ah, uh, benching. Benching is the act of stringing someone along slowly without formally ending the relationship. Women, how many times have we said after meeting the perfect guy, 
I've cleared the bench for this new guy. How many times, men, have you had a whole string of women and you meet somebody and you're like, hmm, I need to clear the bench, which means having the hard discussion with all those people sitting on the bench waiting for you to contact them for a date saying you're not interested, which you should have been doing all along because nobody needs a bench. Everybody should just have a bench-free relationship status. That's what you're looking for. Now, cuffing season. We are not in cuffing season at the moment. We're actually in freckling season. It's summertime here in the U.S., so we're in freckling season, which is basically a summer fling. I mean, how many times have we all said that we are single for the summer and single girls summer, all the things, if you're in my circle of friends, you know what I'm talking about, where you don't want to commit to a relationship in the summer because you are too busy having fun. And it's hard to include a new person into your circle of humans. I know, I've done it plenty of times. It's so much easier to be single in the summer, but we're in freckling season, boys and girls, so get your freckles on. But cuffing season is the end of fall through winter season when single people are more likely to join dating apps and date each other to keep company during the cold months from Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. And then before Valentine's Day, we break up with the new person that we were seeing through cuffing season. So we don't have to buy them a Valentine's present or have the weird discussion of, hey, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Which Boys and girls, I do not. DTR. Mm. Define the relationship. That is the talk. If you are on a dating app for any reason, you should have the DTR. Not so you can put a ring on it or label it or introduce them as your boyfriend or girlfriend, but so you are very clear about where you stand. If you are just looking for casual and you match with somebody who is looking for a wife, then that may cause problems down the road. And that you should be clear about early on, like in your dating profile, looking for a casual hookup or looking to put a ring on it. Those are very clear things that are you can put on a profile to let somebody know where you stand. And then you have a discussion. Hey, I really like you. You're cute and seem like a lot of fun. I'm not really looking to see somebody more than, I don't know, once a month. I'm only in town once a month. That might be a real thing too. Ah, friend zoned. How many of you have been friend zoned? You go on a date with a really great girl, really great guy. You see yourself as being compatible. The other person is like, mm, you are amazing, but I'm not attracted to you like that. So friend zoned. I've been friend zoned. I can't tell you how many times. I've also friend zoned men. So friend zoned. But I've met some amazing people online dating. So I'm going to keep doing it just for the simple fact that maybe, just maybe, there's somebody who won't be friend zoned. NSA, speaking of friend zone and relationships, no strings attached, hookup, casual, 
Feel free to put that on your dating app um, profile if that is what you were looking for. It lets all the boys and girls on the playground know that you are just looking for a good time and nothing serious. So the girls who want to ring can swipe left and not match with you. Unless they're just looking for a pretty face and they're okay with casual until they find something else. Friends with benefits. This is another one if we're talking relationships that you should have a discussion about early on. Friends with benefits is the term used for seeking to maintain a platonic relationship with the benefit of hooking up, but without the work or effort of a relationship, i.e. Valentine's dates, gifts for birthdays, holding hands, meeting the family or friends, planning vacations together, all those things. None of those things happen in friends with benefits, but you do get the benefit of fantastic sex if that is what you're in the relationship for. Orbiting. What does it mean when someone is orbiting? Orbiting is like ghosting, but you continue to stalk the person online, usually on Instagram. There's all kinds of social media platforms to stalk people on. So if you're an orbiter, just stop. Unless you want the person back. And then that results in a discussion about a relationship, but... Just showing up every once in a while on their Instagram, liking a picture, commenting about the vacation or the new boy they're seeing. Mm. It just strings out your pain. Ethically non-monogamous. This might be a Tinder term. It's been a little while since I've been on a dating app. Maybe I need to get on one to see what all the newest 2023 lingo is. But Ethically non-monogamous are people in open relationships where they believe in dating others with the awareness and approval of their partner. So if you are in an ENM with a partner, that means you had a discussion of what that looks like. And you should also have a discussion about what that looks like with your potential date. This also feeds into what is a unicorn. A unicorn is inviting somebody into your relationship. And that's a whole other identifier. But if you're in an ethically non-monogamous relationship, then you might be looking for a unicorn. And while we're talking about mythical creatures, zombieing. Zombieing is when someone ghosts you and then tries to reappear in your life, either online or offline. This term is trending as of late COVID 2019, so 2020, 2021, as people get lonely. I think we're coming out of our COVID stupor, hopefully. But just in case there are some people lingering out there who feel like being a zombie, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't send the text. But zombieing is when you went out and then you basically ghosted them and then you send them a text two years later and say, hey, how are you? And then if they're like, who's this wrong number? You're like, oh, sorry. And play it off like you didn't mean to send them a text. Okay, here's a good one. Love bombing. Have you ever been love bombed? Love bombing is outwardly aggressive flirtation compliments, usually online, usually performed by folks who are super lonely or trying to build control over someone to take advantage of them. Have you ever done that? Have you ever loved bombed someone? I went on a first date with someone who was so overly aggressive about 
wanting a first kiss that it made me uncomfortable. So don't love bomb. It's not pretty. Okay, let's talk about the men and the women in this group for a minute. Alpha males. Alpha males tend to be self-absorbed, loud, pushy, and vulgar when rejected. They use cliche, corny, and at times crude jokes and lines. They don't take no for an answer. They're the type to bombard you with questions, have vague profiles, be very sexual and forward within the first few messages. Do you know an alpha male? Do you have a friend who's an alpha male that you need to pull aside and tell him to dial it down a little bit? Have you gone on a date with an alpha male? I most definitely have gone out with alpha males. And I'll tell you, they don't usually get a second date because if you're that pushy, I'm a pretty independent, outspoken female, and I can go toe-to-toe with the best of them. But if you're so self-absorbed and pushy and loud and just vulgar, then I have no interest in including you in my circle of humans. No interest in having you meet my friends, meet my daughter. You're not going to meet my parents or my sisters. So why waste anybody's time being an alpha male? Don't be, don't do it. Okay. Now on the flip side of the coin, women, let's talk. High maintenance woman. If you are going out with somebody and they say you're a high maintenance woman, it's a term used by immature men. Sometimes I call myself a high maintenance woman, but that's only because I think I am. Immature men who are pathetic and want an easy woman could be, could be viewed as one who demands extra affection, attention, is super picky, or needs constant reassurance, validation from their interest. Their love interest, their partner, their first date, high-maintenance women tend to require a lot of validation. Unless you're me. And again, I don't require a lot of validation. I just am high maintenance in that I have really high, high uh, standards and low expectations from the men that I have met online. Okay, so going back to the unicorn, finding a single guy or gal who wants to join your open relationship, a unicorn, somebody you don't find too often. But they're out there. You just need to find, take some time, look for them. They are out there if that is what you're interested in. Okay, I've been guilty of this one so much. Most of my friends don't even know when I'm in a relationship until I introduce them to the group. But a soft launch versus a hard launch. Soft launch is where you drop little hints on social media about a new relationship, hinting just a little tease here and there, a picture of you holding hands, your shoes um, propped up on the chair when you're at the movies. So you don't really post a picture of the face or you comment with the name, just little teasers that there might be somebody new in your life. That is a soft launch. And I'm very guilty of this. Very, very guilty. So if you've been on a date with me or you've dated me and you feel like I'm talking about you, then I'm very sorry. I don't do a hard launch where I just go all in and tell the world about my relationships. I've been burned a few times, so 
I try to do a soft launch. Okay, sidebarring. Now, if you're in the legal field, you know this is a time where the judge and the attorneys talk outside of the presence of the jury. Usually it's at the bench in a hushed, whispered tone. In this instance, sidebarring is when you are on a date and you spend more time on your phone than interacting with your date. This is rude. Don't do it. Boys and girls, if you need your phone out for whatever reason, life happens, you're on call for work, you have a sick kid at home, you're a caregiver for your sister, any of those things, be upfront and tell the person you're on a date with, hey, I need to keep my phone out because X, Y, and Z. They are more likely to be understanding that you had that discussion with them in the first place than offended that you have to take a phone call in the middle of your date. Now, if you plan, pre-plan a call with your bestie to get you out of the date, then you probably shouldn't go on the date in the first place because you're already thinking that it's not going to be an excellent first date use of your time. Okay, now I don't typically belong in a long-term relationship or a long-distance, long-term, Freudian slip, long-distance relationship because I sort of am the type of person who likes being brought coffee in bed. But a comet partner is a long-distance relationship like comets passing the earth. Like you don't have daily communication. You don't see each other daily. You live in different parts of the country, maybe different parts of the world. And you see each other when it's convenient, when you're flying through. But it is you have that discussion that you're in a long-distance, long-term relationship. Or you can do it casually. I've had people do casual long-distance relationship, and they just basically they're friends with benefits or booty calls. They fly in. They do their thing. They go about their life. They move on. So whatever term you use, however you want to identify, whatever relationship status you are looking for, there's a term for it. We could spend hours and hours talking about online dating terms. I'm thinking of doing a review of the online dating apps next. Give me some feedback. I hit me on Instagram. You can send me an email. If you know my telephone number, which I'm not leaving here, you can send me a text for suggestions. But that is it for this episode of the Swipe Left or Right podcast, all about the definitions and lingo and clarifying some terms that not everybody may know or use on a regular basis. So if you're an alpha male, stop it. Stop ghosting. And uh, it's freckling season. So go get your freckles on and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to episode 15 of the Swipe Left or Right podcast. Hit the subscribe button to receive the latest updates and follow swipe.leftorright podcast on Instagram. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please send an email at swipe left or right podcast at gmail.com. Until next week, be safe and always entertained while swiping online.